0: Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. If you wanna create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported thousands of women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. So if you're frustrated, If you're doubting yourself, if you're not enjoying the journey, there's a better way. Together, we'll break through your past patterns, we'll eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and most importantly, enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Today, we are doing one of our normal numbered episodes. Can we just talk about that for a second? Tell me what you think here. So episode numbers. I, I used to number all my episodes except Q&As. Q&As weren't numbered and they just were called Q&A1, Q&A2, Q&A3. Then I started numbering episodes, including Q&As, but then when I started doing this consistency 365, those aren't numbered episodes. Do we just drop episode numbers altogether or are they helpful? They're helpful to me because I don't necessarily remember titles, but I can say 195 is the episode of Golden Rules of Carbs and Fat Loss and 62 and 329 are when I talk about what I think the flaws are in the calorie model. What do you think? Should we get rid of episode numbers or keep them? That's an aside. Okay, I'm going to give away a Changemakers Journal today. The Changemakers Journal is a tool that I created after Dagny died, because I was having a very hard time getting back to productivity. And my whole perspective on life changed so much after she died that I didn't just want to be productive. You know, I used to give myself so much credit for being productive, and a day was a great day if I was really productive, and it wasn't such a great day if I wasn't productive. But after Dagny died, I'm like, no, 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 it's really way more important that I live fully and invest in the things that matter than it is that I get through my to do list. But how do these things live together? Because I'm still a business owner and there's still things that need to be done. And I. At the time, I had somebody who worked here at the house with me on Primal Potential and she'd be here a few days a week. And I just remember always being like, Sigh. am I ever going to get back to feeling in that, in that flow, in that rhythm? I just, it was such a time of feeling very lost. And so I was always trying to come up with different ways to systematize or create structure, and just get things done while also really prioritizing living my life to the fullest. So it was for me. It was entirely for me, and I shared it with my team and had no intention of it ever being something that was available to you guys until I shared it with my team, and the the sense was this is really valuable. So we called it the Changemakers Journal and made it available to you. I'm going to give that away today. I'll announce the winner at the end of the show. All you have to do to be eligible to win because we give something away every Saturday is leave a review of this podcast on whatever app you listen. If you've done that before, you can do it again because you can leave a review that's episode specific. I listened to episode 1083 and I thought it was great because blah, blah, blah. I'll announce the winner at the end of the show. Here's what I want to talk about today. The other night, I did one of my free live trainings. If you haven't heard about that In short, at least once a month, I'm going live on video to talk about something that is significant to this community. And this past Wednesday, it was all about carbohydrates and fat loss because there's a lot of misunderstanding, a lot of misinformation, a lot of people feeling like they don't know what to do with the misunderstandings in their mind on this topic. So we broke it down. Are some carbs different in terms of their impact on fat loss? What is the impact of carbs on fat loss? Are carbs good? Are carbs bad? We talked about all of that. And it led me to what I want to share with you guys today. There were a lot of questions that presuppose that there's an answer that is true for everybody. For example, somebody asked, how many carbs is too many when you have a fat loss goal? Like how many grams is too many if you're trying to lose weight. Also, how, how many carbs is too low? Like what's the lower limit? Under this is not healthy. What's the lower limit? And then even questions like, what do you think of ketogenic diets? The reason I want to talk about this today is because a lot of folks think there is just one answer. Like if you have a fat loss goal, don't eat more than 70 grams of carbs a day but there's not that kind of answer. And I believe that many people feel stuck because they don't have certainty on a question that they think there's a general answer to. So they get frustrated when they see one person saying, hey, you need to be low carb to lose weight. And somebody else saying, 100 grams or less is low-carb, and somebody else saying 50 grams or less is low-carb, and somebody else saying, oh, no, 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 carbs are really important, you need to eat carbs. And then they throw their hands up in the air and say, see, I just don't know. The thing is, there's more than one way, there's more than a dozen ways, there's probably more than 100 ways to do anything. And a lot of times we're seeking certainty where there is not generalization. There's only individualization. So if you were to ask me, how many carbs is too many if you have a fat loss goal? I'm going to tell you, I don't know. I might know what that answer is for me right now. But that's not your answer. And also, the answer for me right now is not the same as my personal answer five years ago. One of the things I was talking about on the free training that I did, and you guys know this, I'm on a fat loss journey to lose the weight that I gained in my pregnancies. That process is very different. Losing 50-ish pounds now is very different from the process of losing 130 pounds, what, eight, nine, 10 years ago? Because I'm older, because my body composition is different, because I have different degrees of inflammation in my body, because my lifestyle is different, because my time is different, because my family is different, so many things. I want you to hear this: there is not an answer to most questions that is true for everybody. Now, some things we can generalize. For example, if we're talking about um, toxins in pans, you know, like the the Teflon lining in pans that made them nonstick, that's bad for everybody. That's bad for everybody. Everybody who can should look to move away from those kinds of materials. There's not anybody that we can say like, oh no, it's actually good for this person, or it's actually not bad for that person. Across the board, that stuff is bad, right? Across the board, overeating is not good for your health. But when we look at the things people really want to know, Is a ketogenic diet good for weight loss? How many carbs is too many? How many carbs is too few? How much protein should I eat? Those answers, those questions do not have general answers. They're nuanced. So when we talk about something like how many carbs is too many carbs, it depends on factors like your activity level, your body composition, Your overall hormonal picture, your goal. Are you somebody that has 300 pounds to lose? Are you somebody that has 10 pounds to lose? Your individual metabolism. The beautiful thing is we don't have to get frustrated because our body will give us our answers. How does it give us our answers? In a lot of different ways. Somebody was asking about, they said something like, hey, I've noticed I have a lot more energy when I have fewer carbs. And I said, that is true for me. The more starch and sugar I have, the more brain fog I experience, the less energy I have, the more tired I am more quickly, the more hungry I am, the more cravings I have. I mean, there's just so many things. Those are some of the ways that my body gives me signals about what works for me and what doesn't work for me. From those kinds of signals, hunger, energy, cravings, body weight, mood stability, energy, sleep quality, we can get a sense for what works. That's how I know in this season of my life that having a lot of non-starchy vegetables and fat and protein makes me feel my best and is supportive of fat loss. But when I start to, say, add in the rice or pasta or bread or even potatoes, I don't feel as good. I'm less satisfied. I'm more hungry. I'm more irritable. I experience more anxiety. This is why I love to write things down. So I don't count calories. I don't count carbs. I don't count macros. I don't care if you do. But what I do is I just make note of what I eat and when. So having breakfast at, you know, eight in the morning versus 11 in the morning. And then I pay attention to things like if I have a really high energy day, I note that down. If I notice that at four o'clock, I am just unusually tired, I note that down. If I'm super irritable, I note that down. If I felt exhausted when I got into bed at 9.30 versus if I felt really keyed up and had a hard time settling down at 10, I note that down. Those are signs and signals from my body. So that's kind of why I wanted to give away the Changemakers Journal today because that's what I use to, there's a lot of blank space on one of the daily, there's like a two page daily spread and on the right side, that's where I keep all of those notes. But it's so critical that we understand how to pay attention to the signals from our own bodies because it's not something you just figure out once. As you get older or if your life circumstances change, if you're in a season where you have more stress or if you're in a season where you're able to get more sleep or if you're in a season where you're working out more versus less or you're recovering from an illness or an injury, your body is going to need different things. One of the reasons that I gained as much weight as I did during my pregnancies is because my body had very, very different (laughs) needs at that time and I was listening to those cues about what to eat and what not to eat, and movement that felt good and didn't feel good. What my body needed to sustain a twin pregnancy was very different than what my body needed to lose over 100 pounds. What my body needed to lose over 100 pounds in my early 30s is very different from what my body needs to heal and lose weight now when I'm getting less sleep, when I have less time, when I have more on my plate. You got to pay attention to your body. And listen, I have been in the place of feeling frustrated or resenting, like, God, why can't it just be simple? Why does it have to be individual? Why can't somebody just tell me exactly what to eat? I get that perspective. Another perspective is, however, how awesome is it that my body communicates to me? And what a great opportunity I have to learn to listen more to my body. I feel it, and I didn't used to pay attention to this in large part because I just constantly trashed my body for, I don't know, a few decades, but I know if I have something sugary, I can feel the energy drop 20, 30, 60 minutes later, and it stays with me for several hours. Similarly, though, it doesn't take but one or two really clean meals for me, like if I've not been eating well or I've been overeating or I overindulged, Or even indulged reasonably, after one or two solid clean meals, I feel better. I can observe my focus come back. I can observe my energy increase. I can observe the difference in my mood stability. It's huge. So you can see it as this frustrating, annoying thing, or you can see it as really great. Because here's the deal. If there was a right answer for everybody, then you have to figure out who's giving me the right answer and who's giving me the wrong answer. Because this so-called expert says this, and that so-called expert says that, and they're not the same. How do I know which one's right? You get to overcome all of that by knowing my body gives me my answers if I pay attention. And what we're paying attention to, again, is a huge range of feedback from your body that could include bloating, weight loss, weight gain, brain fog, anxiety, depression, uh, sleep, energy. All of these different things are signs from your body, yes, this works. No, this doesn't. Somebody also asked me on that webinar what my personal weight loss target was, like how much weight I want to lose per week. And I think a lot of people were surprised when I said, if I lose a half a pound a week right now, I'm really pumped by that. And it almost makes me laugh too, because if you had proposed that to me 10 years ago, I would have been like, that's insanely slow, not a chance. But where I'm at now, I want slower weight loss than faster weight loss because I want to eat in a way to lose this baby weight that that reflects the way I want to eat forever. For so many years, I opted into ways of eating that I thought would give me the fastest weight loss without any consideration for, is this a way I want to eat for the rest of my life? And then what happened was, Either I wasn't willing to do the work to sustain that way of eating long enough to get to my goal and or I stopped it as soon as humanly possible, either because I quit or because I lost the weight. And then the weight came back on because I stopped doing what made me lose the weight. So at this point in my life, and it's totally, of course, fine if you're not in a similar way of thinking, but I would rather experience slower weight loss and know that I'm eating in the way that represents the way I want to eat and move for the rest of my life. So I don't have to worry about ever having to do this again. (laughs) You know, like that is important to me. And I talked about this in one of the Consistency 365 episodes, how so many people love a rapid success story, a super fast weight loss story, I want to be the one that just never stopped, that just never quit, that didn't need it to be flashy or fast, that I was just in it for life, period. That's how I want to be. I don't want the stress and the drama and the, oh my gosh, my weight's up a half a pound today. What the heck? Like I don't want any of that drama in my life. I want my mental energy consumed by the things that matter most to me. I want to prioritize being healthy and know that when I'm consistent in that pursuit, the weight takes care of itself. I know that it will be slower. I know that a lot of people are on the trying to lose the baby weight inside the first 3 to 6 months after having the baby. I'm I'm already outside that window. Twins are 8 months old. But I it just doesn't it doesn't appeal to the way that I want to show up for myself that I want to show up in this world, I'm just in it forever, you know, I'm just, I'm just in it for life. So I wanted to pop on here today to address a very understandable desire for concrete answers, but when we, when we're talking about health, yeah, some things are concrete, (laughs) like toxins are better to avoid than to consume, they don't do good things in the body, that is concrete. But most of the stuff that we talk about is individual. And that's not a burden or a bummer. It's a really great opportunity because all you need is you, your N of one right? You are the experiment and your body is going to give you the answers. You don't need me to give you the answers. You don't need somebody else to give you the answers. You don't need to pick a path like like choosing a way of eating is a religion that you subscribe to and there are rules to be broken. Like there's an, You are just free from all of those complex ways of thinking and philosophies. I think it can be very, very simple. Don't overeat right? Minimize processed foods and sugars, emphasize protein and quality fats, and pay attention to your body for the rest. Oftentimes, the most accurate answers are the most obvious ones. And sometimes we know what is really obvious that we could change, but we we like let ourselves off the hook with distractions about answers to the nuances that we don't yet have, but you don't need them. And your body is always going to give you your most accurate, reliable, and honest answers. I hope this was helpful to somebody. If you have questions around this topic, let me know because again, this podcast is your podcast. It exists to support you. So if there is a question or a frustration or something you want to get into, please let me know. And uh, if I feel like I can add any value to the conversation, I will certainly talk about it on the podcast. But this is your space. So let me tell you who is the winner of the Changemakers Journal today. Zhu Luange. I'm probably certainly mispronouncing that j-i-u-l-u-a-n-g-e. Email me, elizabeth at primalpotential.com. Within 60 days of this episode airing, let me know you were the winner of 1084. Include your mailing address, no matter where in the world you live, and I will send you a changemaker's journal. I'll also link it up in the show description. Everybody have an amazing day. I'll talk to you soon.